0: I've previously given you things related to your kitchen that have not like had the best treatment. So
1: like the spices,
0: like the spices, guys. So when Rhea moved into her uh, house in Dubai, previous uh, Dubai excursion part one, I got her um, like a spice rack that was really like amazing, ergonomic, like had all of the required herbs, herbs and spices. And she didn't even fucking use it. And on top of it, when she was going to move to London, they didn't let me pack it. Whatever. You could have put it in a suitcase, but you didn't. She gave it back to me. everybody, this is Marilyn. And this is Raya. And you are listening to Who Run The Time, a spin-off of Who Run The World. Who Run The Time is a series that we started during the pandemic when we were on lockdown together and we just needed a way to run the time. But as lockdown ended, life continued, time continued to run. And so here we are, almost three years later, still running it. And killing it. Absolutely. You are listening to the second episode of a three-part series called
1: Who Run The Holidays.
0: Oh! yeah! And the first episode was all about things you haven't done in a while that maybe you can take advantage of this holiday season to do once more. And the second episode is about something that Rhea is exceptionally good at and that is gift giving. I love giving gifts. You're so good at it. It's so much fun. We're gonna need to unpack your wisdom around this topic so people who are lacking inspiration about what to buy for people they love. May once more find it.
1: All right. Can I just say why I love giving gifts? Yes. Let us begin with that. I love figuring out like the perfect gift Mm -hmm. for someone. Second, I love making people feel special. And third of all, I am a child myself. (laughs) And I just get so giddy when I have a, a surprise to give someone, and seeing their faces is one of the best experiences.
0: And yet, Rhea, you actually hate receiving gifts. But I'm much better you've gotten better. Why did you hate receiving gifts?
1: Okay, can I tell, talk about my pet peeve of receiving gifts? Do it. A lot of times people would have gotten me gifts that were very random. They didn't think it out.
0: So they're getting you a gift. They haven't really thought through, but it's just like they had to, so they did.
1: Yes. And then second, now I'm learning more about, you know self-love and thinking that I deserve.
0: So you didn't used to think you deserved a good yes. gift? Yes so contradictory by the way on the one hand like hella demanding like oh my god you guys didn't really think this through and on the other i don't deserve it very fascinating i think something for your
1: therapist but i've already brought it to the table okay <laughs> <laughs> actually you guys a
0: few throwbacks we have one episodes about lebanese love languages that you should definitely listen to another about love languages in general and gifting being one of them universally and Raya ranking quite high on that one and And we have a great episode about the worst gift we've ever received that we did a couple of years ago. So do listen to all of those three if you like this one.
1: Also, I would like to say we know that not a lot of people can afford giving and receiving gifts from people.
0: That's not true. They could write a letter. They could do anything that's free. They could take a moment to tell people how much they love them. All of this stuff is gifts.
1: My point is that we're not only talking about material things. What we're really talking about here is the thought behind gifting. Correct. Just wanted to make that clear. As Marilyn said, gifting doesn't necessarily mean going to the mall and spending a bunch of money.
0: No. So break it down to us, Rhea, then. What is gifting?
1: Define gifting. So gifting is not the thing that you're giving. Mm-hmm. Gifting is very, very much the thought and the meaning behind the gift. Like any good marketing strategy, when you're getting someone a gift, you need to fully try to empathize and be compassionate towards what it is that they want or what it is that they need, whether they know of it or they do not. Beautiful.
0: And so what's your process to figuring out the best gift for someone?
1: First question I ask myself is what do they like? As in their hobbies? What are they like? Like, for example, I don't know. Who did I gift recently? So, for example, when Marilyn was pregnant, Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of what would be a meaningful gift during this stage of your life before Gabby arrived. Because I had felt at the time that you were feeling a bit alone Mm -hmm. and lonely. So I said, what is a good way to make her feel that she's part of a community and that there's a whole bunch of people behind her as this big life change was about to happen?
0: Mm -hmm. So let me turn this into a framework. Because I love the what is a good way to... It's not like, what is a good gift for? It's what is a good way to make someone feel a certain way. Exactly. Love that. I'm frameworking your thoughts right now. Thank you. I feel like you need to do this for a lot of parts of my life, by the way. I could
1: um, teach you
0: what I'd have to charge.
1: So that was like, what was a good way to make you feel supported and loved as you were entering this new chapter, which at the time was a scary and unknown. Number two, something that I always thought about is as children, we always want to know what our parents are like or what our parents were like before we got here. I thought like, what was a nice way for Gabby to get to know her mom? Number three, something that you had expressed to me before around losing your identity mm-hmm. as to becoming only a mom. So I said, okay, what's another good way to remind Marilyn of who she is separate from being a mom? Lastly, I thought that words of affirmation are a big thing for you. Absolutely you love letters and receiving words from the people that you love. And also, I knew that everyone was at the four corners of the earth, so it wasn't like we can all just show up in Montreal and be there for you. And so I thought, why don't we write letters to Gabby about Marilyn and what she was like before becoming a mom and what she meant to each and every person. And so I tried to reach every single person throughout your life so that Gabby also knew all the different facets of you and that you also are reminded of every single facet of you. So everyone from your mom, your uncle, your childhood friends, your college friends, your coach, people that you met at work. I gave a very loose framework. So I said, either write a story, either write a memory, or why you love Marilyn so much. But the one rule was it had to be addressed to Gabby.
0: I love that. Second step of your framework. Yes. And by the way, the love languages is super relevant here because you asked yourself... What is the most meaningful form of gift that I could give to Marilyn? You mentioned words of affirmation because they're my top receiving love language. For some people, it's gifting. For some people, it's quality time. It's physical touch and services. And I think that that's another really great second question to ask yourself. Like, is this person more likely to be happy if I give them like an actual physical gift Or if I give them words of affirmation or if I do something where we get to spend time together. That's another great way of kind of breaking down the gifting process.
1: And I would also add to that removing yourself as much as possible from the persona. What do I mean by mm, that? Don't project. Don't project onto the person you're gifting what you would like. Also, by the way, something, and, and maybe this is controversial to say this, I would much rather be late in giving a gift Same. than giving a bad gift or the wrong gift.
0: Totally. I've skipped people's birthdays because I wasn't inspired. So like, do you have favorite stores to gift from? Is that another one? Like that you default to? Like, you know, you're going to find a great no, gift No, I there? always
1: start from an idea. I never like go in and browse.
0: I have a couple of stores where I know that I will find something there because of the curation of the store. Like what? Like, uh, for example, in Dubai, there's this place called Cities. It's one of those, like, I wouldn't call it a concept store per se, but it's one of those stores where the buyer clearly, like, understands diverse personas. Like, you walk from one section to the other and you're like, ah, this is for this kind of person and that is for that kind of person. And especially, like, if you know that you're buying something for somebody's home, that place, for example, is a great place to go because, yeah, there's, like, the vase and the big serving plate and whatever, but there's also, like, really cute gems. Like, for example... And they have a big collection of mobiles that are planets or maps or hot air balloons that are just like whimsical and really cute. And hey, they inspire like travel and daydreaming and whatever. Or, you know, they have another collection of like really beautifully made board games. Hick, hey, you can go and be inspired by what they have.
1: I never go to a store. I don't like doing that. But what I will do is, for example, a couple of years ago was Hazzy's birthday. Mm-hmm. When I was trying to think what I wanted to get him, I knew that Hadi loves tech. He loves gadgets. He loves trinkets. So I knew something in that realm would be fun for him. And then I Googled what to get someone who likes gadgets. Mm -hmm. In that list popped up the Bose sunglasses headphones so that you wear them and you can listen. And I was like, this is the perfect gift for many reasons. Number one, we all know Hadi is an introvert. So he (laughs) loves listening to things like spending time in his own world. But also, Hadi has a little bit of sketchiness to him. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I knew that he would get a kick out of listening to something without anyone knowing, knowing. that he was listening yes, to something. Yes, yes, yes. And thinking he was just having his sunglasses and sitting there. Yeah. And they looked cool. They do, actually. Because Hadi also has lots of style. And I think he loved the gift because he wore it immediately. Absolutely, and still uses them. So that's another thing, right? So if you don't know, if you really are stumped and you really want to get something, you can also Google based you on someone's profile. interest.
0: I think another one also is uh, based on, and that you know is similar to what you did for you know, before me having Gabby, but it could be like people moved into a new house or they have a new relationship or whatever. They have a new job. I think sometimes based on people's um, life moments, yes, it's good to kind of accompany those life moments, you know, to say like, here's what you're going to be living next or you are in the middle of. And therefore, here's something that will enrich that experience.
1: I will give an example without naming the person and nor naming the gift because we have not given this gift yet.
0: That's true. I was thinking about the
1: same one. It's someone's big don't say it so someone is going to be celebrating something someone's going to be celebrating their birthday and they're also going through a life transition yes and so the the gift that i had thought and this is a a friend of Marilyn who became a friend of mine and you keep stealing my friends by the way i don't know how we can have a whole episode
0: actually i just feel like i have the best friends because you keep stealing them no offense to ray as does it bother you just making sure bothers me you don't have better friends that i could steal (laughs) I have great friends. I have wonderful <laughs> I'm just friends. Just kidding. Pulling
1: your legs. My legs. It's one leg. You pull one leg. Pulling your leg. <laughs> anyway, I had already thought of a gift, of two gifts. And one of them was fine, it was symbolic. The second one was very much based on his previous lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so Marilyn had the amazing idea of saying, No, why don't we get him something for the future? Because there's this big change happening. And I thought it was brilliant because it showed that. We are forward-looking and not looking back.
0: Yes, and not making him stuck in his old persona and helping him to celebrate his new milestone.
1: I thought that was a great, great idea. I want to talk about the awkwardness around gift-giving. Okay. And then lastly, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about, something that I have felt is that sometimes people feel awkward giving me a gift
0: you used to be and you think you're not but i haven't yet like fully seen it but you used to be really fucking annoying to gift
1: i used to be very annoying to gift because i would get all awkward and crispy but i noticed in the last gift you give me you were the awkward one the air fryer
0: was i the awkward
1: one you were so awkward it wasn't like a big gift no it was an appliance but like i was so happy because it was a very useful gift
0: It's useful. It's an appliance.
1: Tell me more about that feeling. It's
0: not like uh, something that I spent uh, six years thinking about and executing. It was just Rhea doesn't like to cook, but it would be good for her to be able to eat yummy, healthy things. We have a whole story with the oven, which means you have a negative relationship to your oven, no matter what we do. (laughs) And so I thought like an air fryer, and now have confirmed this because I bought one for myself too. Which also is also why I was like, it's not such a big gift. Like I bought two of them. You know, it's not like this is just for Rhea, you know. It's a great way to cook a quick, healthy meal. That's hella delicious. And um, voila, I just wanted you to have a positive relationship to your kitchen.
1: Listen, it was a great gift. I'm just saying this is that when you gave it to me for once, it was a Freaky Friday moment and you were the awkward one. And I was like very happy with my new gift. <laughs> and I was like, what? and then I started thinking, I was, like, is it me? Did I like ruin gift giving to Rhea? Totally, by the way. If I think of an of an epic gift, I'll like get it and then I'll move on. But people feel like in return, they have to give me an epic gift. I don't feel like that, but I can see why people would. And so this is why in this moment, I thought I'm like, oh God, like does she think that now she always has to give me something like me? Oh like- no, totally not. Whereas for me, this was super meaningful because it showed a lot that you cared about what I was consuming.
0: This wasn't about you. It was about me gifting somebody an appliance. Yeah. And the one thing that, you know, when I was growing up, it was a joke that this is what husbands get for their wives. Like for me, I have this like really negative connotation to gifting someone an appliance. And no, it's an appliance. I bought it on Amazon on Black Friday. You know, like it wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? And I've previously given you things related to your kitchen that have not like had the best treatment. So like the
1: spices, like
0: the spices, guys. So when Rhea moved into her uh, house in Dubai, previous uh, Dubai excursion part one. I got her um, like a spice rack that was really like amazing ergonomic, like had all of the required, uh, you know, herbs, herbs and spices. And she didn't even fucking use it. And on top of it, when she was going to move to London, they didn't
1: let me pack it.
0: Whatever. You could have put it in a suitcase, but you didn't. She gave it back to me guys
1: and so actually what i did this
0: time is okay i got her the air fryer but i was like norea always like doesn't give a shit when i get her stuff for her kitchen so whatevs but then for her housewarming party i got this spice rack in a very cute fancy bag and i'm like this is your gift sorry this is My all mom you was get
1: more excited about the, the spices than i Okay, so that what that was, I was wondering, because after it, I was like, fuck, did I just ruin gift giving Hala, uh, and receiving? You might
0: do, except the gift I gave you, the last gift I gave you for your birthday last year that was the best epic, gift ever. so like, I don't feel the need to compete.
1: It's not a competition. Always a
0: competition.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? I was about? talking about the awkwardness around it. <laughs>
0: Let's talk a little bit about gift receiving. I think a good way to not be awkward, because you're always going to get shitty gifts, then gifts you don't really like care for or like that much
1: gifts where you feel very neutral about
0: yeah you're like "Mm, thanks so here's the strategy that i don't always apply but here's my advice to everybody and i will apply it this year before you open the gift ask the person why they chose said gift
1: what if they don't have a good reason
0: they must have a reason why they're getting you this particular gift
1: it might just be like oh i saw it, i liked it
0: great that's fine like that way when you open it you can be like oh if it's a book for example you can be like is there i don't know it's a cookbook or it's a travel book or it's a whatever is there a specific chapter or recipe that you loved when you were looking through it make that moment special even if you don't love the gift itself like love the intention you know what i mean
1: i have another piece of advice that's different so you said the, it's the pre i want to talk about the post Mm-hmm. So, for example, I had a housewarming and a bunch of people brought me a bunch of stuff. I messaged the next. I didn't get a message. But I sent you a picture of me with the water bottle. What else? Anyway, so I messaged people after because I wasn't able to make a moment out of the gift. And so I messaged them to say thank you. And for example, some people got me plants and we named the plant together. Cute! Her name is Professor. She's a smart gal.
0: You can pre-correct your reaction or you can post-correct your reaction.
1: And also... As you are receiving it, I don't know. For me, like for a long, the longest time, I felt I shouldn't expect anything from anyone. And so when someone gives me a gift, I feel like fuck, I shouldn't be receiving this, and like I don't deserve this. Stop with that looking in your you face. On no, I'm not. But with time and with therapy, now I'm like. No, it's nice to receive a gift. And also receiving a gift is also just as much as the giver than it is about the receiver because the giver is also so happy to like make you happy. And so remind yourself of that. So if you're like me, that's like, oh, shit, I don't deserve. No, you do deserve. And also
0: your friend deserves to get recognition for bothering to buy you a gift.
1: But you should tell them about my birthday gift. Yeah. so Which I have here. Can you guess what it is? (laughs)
0: cheapest gift I ever bought anyone, by the way, (laughs)
1: made me cry.
0: I did make Rhea cry. I was so proud of myself. But essentially, last Christmas, Rhea was still living in London. We've spoken about London. Like she wasn't, you know, it wasn't her best days. She felt a bit lost. She felt a bit like an island, didn't have bridges to others, like just felt like she was floating in outer space for a minute. I really wanted like to tell you that, you know, you have a place, so to speak, and that you weren't an island and that you had many bridges you just you know couldn't see them through the London fog
1: Um, nice analogy
0: thank you (laughs) and so I did something very simple which is I uh, made a copy of the keys to our house And bought the ugliest-ass keychain I could find.
1: In my favorite color. In her favorite color.
0: And just gave them to her so that she knew that no matter how far away she floated or how disconnected she felt, there would always be a home.
1: Can you tell us, A, about my reaction, and B, about how you thought of the keys? Like, what, what moment did you think of the keys?
0: I don't know what moment it came to me. Like, I don't have a memory of that. But, like, that Christmas, you had gone to Lebanon came back with COVID, then we're stuck for two weeks and you were gonna go back to London and, and Hick, it didn't feel like whether in Lebanon or here, you didn't really have a moment to just be at home. Mm. And I knew how much you had been looking forward to this time to kind of snap you out of that loneliness. And I didn't feel like you had fully kind of gotten that. Thankfully I was able to convince you to stay for a little bit longer so that you could enjoy Dubai COVID free. But I didn't feel like that was enough. And I felt like you really needed to know that there was a place for you that You know, even though you were going back to London, which at the time wasn't a happy place, that if you, for whatever reason, decided you were done with it, you could always come back. And listen, it I came back. (laughs) These were some magical keys.
1: Yes. And then what was my reaction?
0: I think you cried. And you told me that it was the best gift you'd ever received.
1: And how did you feel about that?
0: Fuck yeah, bitches. (laughs) I won the race. To make Rhea cry with a gift. Rhea particularly. Because like other people, Adi. You can do it. Easy. A bit of pathos, a bit of ethos, a bit of whatever it's called and it's done. With Rea. it's impossible because she's always like, mm, yeah, thanks. All right, whatever. Even when I tried the year before to give you like the Rea like uh, mixology of like letters and books and whatever, you were so fucking awkward about that I wasn't year. awkward. You were so I awkward. I was not awkward. I was the one outside of your body. I'm telling you, you're awkward. Anyways, so to be able to accomplish that is like extra points.
1: So there you go, bitches. The answer was... Meaningful and simple.
0: Yeah, turns out. I'm just going to give you cheap-ass gifts every year. It's very easy
1: with me, by the way.
0: Except another $5 problem this year. You're
1: going to get me another pair of keys?
0: No, but some other cheap thing.
1: Or I like experiences too, by the way. That's
0: true. Rhea loves herself some quality time. So while gifting is Rhea's giving love language, QT is Rhea's receiving love language. So if nothing else, plan a half day or a day, make it a point, tell her to book herself, even if you go to the same old haunt you go to all the time, the fact that you've reserved a few hours of your time for Razie that's the gift. There
1: you go. What would be the perfect gift for Marilyn?
0: A statue to my greatness. No. Tell everybody, Rhea.
1: So I think there's a similar theme with the both of us. It's about like feeling someone like is there. I think that's very important. True. And I think that's a, a regular theme and a lot of gifts that I've given you is like reminders of there's a place or that there are people who are behind you. I know that you have a big fear of abandonment. Mm-hmm. And so... Why is this
0: thing turning into therapy?
1: You ask me why am I a good gift giver? Mm-hmm. Because I really go into what does this person need? What is something that they struggle with? What is something that will make them happy? I don't think of like, oh my God, this is a nice t-shirt. Marilyn's going to love this t-shirt. <laughs> you
0: sound upset.
1: Right? I'm going to think of... <laughs> marilyn or anyone else what is going to make them happy got it sometimes it's the t-shirt but oftentimes with you it's a reminder that you are loved
0: beautiful thanks razie and so
1: this holiday season you need to remember for five different people how do you remind them that they are loved it's a lot so (laughs) so here's a framework The good
0: thing is, unlike your family, my family doesn't do gifts unless we do you, gifts, know.
1: and that is the last thing I will say because Marilyn is looking at me like we are running out of time. We even are, even though this is who run the time. And the time continues to run.
0: The run, the time sometimes runs out. Oh no, and it has run out on this episode. Just don't raising. get me
1: a watch for Christmas.
0: Don't get Ria a watch for Christmas. She will never remember to wear it. On a more serious note, we hope that. You'll remember a few of the questions. What is going to make someone feel a certain way? What is their love language? Is there a specific moment in their life, a new milestone that you can kind of piggy bank on? And all the other amazing things around how to open gifts, how to celebrate them, how to be thankful for them if you're on the receiving end, which hopefully
1: you will be. And as you see on this episode, it could be some big gesture or it could be just a pair of keys and the effect is the same. There's a big wide world of creativity that you can think of for your gifts.
0: And if you're at a loss, call Raya.
1: Or buy a t-shirt. By the (laughs) way, if you want to give us a great gift,
0: (laughs) we would love it if you would hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating. Obviously, if you're going to leave us a shit rating, please don't. But if you're going to leave us an amazing rating, we'd be very
1: happy. And if you want to Tell us about some of the gifts you've given or received, or have any questions. Where can people reach us, Marilyn?
0: Well, they can find us on Instagram at Who Run the World Pod, and they can email us on say hi at Whoruntheworldpodcast
1: Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week where we talk about relationships
0: and how to handle your family over the holidays without wanting to murder every single last one of them.
1: Jingle bells.